Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 135. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews from Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's sunny and a little warmer and... Oh, the good. Dude was sleeping, so uh, we're doing good. Good. I, uh, it's uh, raining here, so we always seem to have that opposite weather, don't we? We are always opposite. I, it, you know, it's it's just amazing. Yes. How how much that holds true. Yes, our weather does not agree. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> that sounds like an end of the show kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we're on the eve of Thanksgiving in the United States. You guys had yours about, what, a month ago? Oh, yeah. All the turkey's done here. You're so getting... we're looking forward to Turkey Day. Yeah, we're probably sending them back to you guys now, the frozen ones. <laughs> absolutely yeah just a little bit of a tease one of the favorite shows we had last year was our talking turkey where we named turkeys so next week we will oh, be naming good. turkeys and we got lots of turkeys oh yeah we got so some morning, big ones we got we some might be running over again yeah we we got some big ones uh north of the border too so i'm looking forward to that i forgot all about that yeah, so it's exciting, and you know we're working towards those end of the year uh, predictions too. So yeah, one thing's for sure, we got a big fat turkey year, and that is Kamala Harris. You know, just as a preview, she gets a turkey award today. Okay, let me guess, she's a Democrat. She's a Democrat, and she is said <laughs> to be a 2020 front runner for the. 30 others that are Democrats that are going to run against the president. Oh, okay. For the presidency. So she needs that camera time. I you know? guess. And the best way to get camera time is say something or do something outrageous. Uh-huh. Because there's two things that you got to have before you have anything else when you're running for president in the United States. And that is money and name recognition. Well, the senator from California is working on that real hard. Now, she is part of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. And they were having a hearing yesterday to confirm the president's nominee to run Immigrations and Custom Enforcement better known as ICE. Right. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on out there that some um, negativity towards ICE, but, you know, they keep us safe. Nevertheless, Ron Vitillo was on the hot seat, and Camilla, or Kamala, was questioning him. And um, she was comparing ICE to the KKK. Oh, okay. She's a police 
an enforcement agency, okay, that, like I just said, keeps America safe. Wow. Okay. So just comparing them to those guys that wore white sheets and killed black people because they're black. Unbelievable. And she's running for president. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. Yeah. I will tell you, Mr. Vitillo was very annoyed. I'd imagine, yeah. At first, he was in total shock. You could tell that she was asking this question. In fact, he sort of had to repeat it a couple of times in a couple of different ways because he couldn't really believe it. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, she must be going for, like you said, the notoriety of doing something outrageous just yeah, to get her name, name out there. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it worked. Uh, this is the first I'm hearing her name, so it did work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and speaking of those that like to be in front of the camera, um, our friend Gemma Costa and CNN won the suit that they filed a few days ago that would reinstate Acosta's um, press credentials to the White House. Now, if you'll remember, he was very rude with the president. Right. And the president pulled his credentials. And the judge ruled in favor of CNN and Acosta. Now, yesterday, Fox News and others joined as a friend. That's how they... Um, in the lawsuit in favor of CNN. Now, they sort of denounced Jim Acosta's behavior... But they were joining in for freedom of speech. I don't think this has a damn thing to do with freedom of speech. And yeah. I think actually the judge was basically legislating from the bench. I, I, I don't think this is the judge's place. No, it's the White House. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, if someone yeah. is rude, dangerous, invoking, you know, negativity. It's not the first time this has happened, and it's... Uh, other presidents in the past have kicked out certain media personalities for being unruly. Exactly. So uh, the judge said, as if he were talking to a bunch of kindergartners, that if someone at the pulpit in the White House feels that someone is too rude, they need to turn around and walk out. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound like a turn your other cheeks or sticks and stones may break my bones? That's. But words will never hurt me. I mean, the judge was acting as if he's a parent or the teacher. Yeah. So the, so the White House will just stop with the press conferences. That's that's progressive. That's brilliant. Yeah. 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 Okay. Brilliant judge. So, yeah. So, well, I wonder what's going to happen. Are they going to appeal that decision? Um, I don't know. I would. I don't know. I, I would. I would appeal that decision because I think it's ludicrous, and I think it was. It's even more ludicrous that Fox jumped on board under Roger Ailes. They well, were like that. They they didn't play the game. Okay. 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 Let me give you a little scenario. Let's just for say two years from now the Democrats win. And Fox News reporters start doing the same thing. I think that's what Fox is thinking about. 
just in case we want to cover our butts? Well, you know, um, Obama did refuse Fox entry into the Oval Office during so, questioning so, sentences. So this, that's exactly why Fox is jumped aboard with CNN on this, because they've had it done to themselves then. And yeah. they're afraid to have it done to themselves in the future. I mean, they're, they're one of the last major media outlets that, you know, lies on the right side. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I think there's room for another. I, I, I think oh, that under this new management, uh, Fox is different. And so if Newsmax will get the money and um, give them a run for the money, I think there's a place for it. Yeah. I think there's, you know, the Fox needs some competition, real competition. One America and um, Newsmax, maybe they could join forces somehow, some way. Fox needs competition. That will make them better. Well, despite that, there's a big imbalance in right-left media. A big imbalance. Oh, absolutely. So the more uh, news outlets on the right, the better. And I'll just balance things out because right now they're out of balance. They are. And speaking of out of balance. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Pelosi. Pelosi. She's... I knew you were going to say Pelosi. She just... Doesn't she want to go home with her kids? Yeah, I don't know. Time to retire. She's speaker again. And she says she's the best. And nobody wants her as speaker. And they keep giving it lip service. They they ran their own ads against her. (laughs) And they keep saying, well, we're not going to vote for her. But guess what? Nobody's running against her. Besides, she called the president, the Republicans want her. She called the president of the United States and he said that if she didn't have enough Democratic votes, he'd get some Republicans to vote for. So, what are we all just flapping about? She is going to be speaker. Okay? They will ask on the 28th. She does fire, you know, she, she likes to threaten. And I'm sure, you know, some of her threats that are away from the camera and the media, I can't even imagine how bad they are, but her threat is that if these men do not vote for her, they are voting against her because she's a woman. Ah. Play that gender. Play that gender card, baby. Yeah, and they're sexist, of course. Yeah, there you go. When you have nothing else, play race and gender. Yeah, and she uh, she knows how to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of women, the creepy porn lawyer. <laughs> okay, for anyone that doesn't remember, that's Stormy Daniels' attorney. Right. He also appeared, I heard, during the Stormy Daniels fiasco, 206 times on TV, on cable news. Okay? So, anyway, he's been arrested. He was arrested Wednesday because Tuesday night he allegedly beat up a woman. Now, at first they said his ex-wife. 
Now they're saying it's not his ex-wife. <laughs> oh, it's a girlfriend or something. But they said she visibly had bruises. <laughs> they let him out on $50,000 bond. He says he didn't do it. He says he's never had a woman. Um, he wants it investigated, and he's still going to run for president. Now, I don't think anybody's as surprised I, I'm not surprised he's, he's possibly a, a wife beater. Not, not, not his wife. I it, think it, so. Which is worse? If you beat up your white or wife or if you beat up your side chick, which one's worse? Well, you know, really the side chick has, you can just walk away. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know why, why wouldn't you just shut the door and leave? Why would you run that risk? Yeah. Why was a little more complicated? You know? <laughs> what a piece of crap. Oh, uh, he is. And, um, you know, but he's still going to run for president against um, Trump. And, uh, you know, I'd like to know what he would say to Kavanaugh because, you know, he really had a bad couple of weeks. Remember, he brought forward the woman that said, something to the effect of Kavanaugh was part of gang rapes and she kept going back for more. Right, yeah. And, uh, last week, Chuck Grassley, or Senator Grassley, um, turned that over to the criminal division of the DOJ because he said Avenardi and the woman lied. Oh. You're doing that. You can't accuse a man of sexual abuse that didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Five years ago. So I wonder how um, Avenatti feels about that. Then his partner sued him for millions of dollars (laughs) that he ran out on them and he pocketed. Okay, then the guy he rented from evicted him, his his office, and uh, he's getting a divorce. And then the tax people say he owes millions of dollars. But he's going to be running for president. Yeah, I, I mean, I you know, you got to wonder what this guy's thinking and how much egg is on the face of all these guys that put him on TV like he was something legitimate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he might be able to get elected in Nevada. There was the uh, brothel owner, pimp, what I don't I don't know what you the call dead it. One? Yeah, the dead one that won the election. Yeah. Like how, how bad do you have to be as a Democrat to run against this guy and lose a dead guy, a pimp? Uh, you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. What That's a world really we live in. <laughs> and I hate to say this, but you know, I see some of these people on the ballot, and I think, you know what, a dead guy's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's going on with Mueller? You know, every time we turn around, it's just something different's going on. You know, last week it looked like Trump was coming out on top. Some other guys were coming out on bottom that might be connected to Hillary's people this week. It's the other way around. Now, they are suggesting that there will be a turkey day surprise from Mueller next week. Oh, my it's guess about is about time. Wednesday, you know? Yeah. They say 
that the president is very agitated. That would suggest he's expecting something back. You know, I've told you all along, my big fear is that they're going to try to take down Don Jr. Right. Because I, I don't think they've gotten anything in the president. I, I really don't. No, I mean, if they had it, they would have used it before the election. Yeah. That um, Don Jr., you know, they still got that Russian meeting he had. Right. So are they going to spank him over that? They also say that next week they might uh, pull Manafort back out and um, and use something that Manafort told them against the president. But I think the biggie today is that they're um, indicting Julian Assange. Wow. Now, I don't know. Do they really think he's going to show up? Well, like, nobody's heard you know, from him in like six why? months. Is he still in the um There's all kinds of theories. Consulate? Yeah, there's all kinds of theories that they assassinated him six months ago because nobody's heard from him. They cut off his internet. Really? Yeah, they've cut off his internet. Well, I heard that, but I assumed he got it back by now. Yeah, nobody's uh, heard from him. So, don't know. Wow, so we might be electing a dead guy and indicting a dead guy. Yeah, could be. Never know. Well, and... You know, if you're going to indict Julian Assange, let's assume he's alive and he could show up, wouldn't you go back and indict some of the Clinton people? Exactly. I mean, surrounding the email, the Uranium One. I mean, how could you bring in the whole WikiLeaks part of this picture and not go back to the Hillary Clinton part of the picture? Well, th- very interesting you should say that because I know Assange did have copies of the Hillary emails. Exactly. So is he going after Hillary by indicting Assange? Which we, last week we said, that's kind of been the theory of QAnon. Right. Huh, interesting. Sure, but why would this president be agitated? Because even if that's the way it's going, he could still be messing with Don Jr. I yeah. mean, you know, the two are not exclusive when it comes to Mueller because Mueller, nobody put the reins on him. He's just got this free, you know, nobody said, this is your box. You have to play in this box. Right. You know, you, you can't just go after a crime you can't create a crime we don't want this to be a witch hunt so no, far nobody seemed to do that yeah so far he's uh, you know uncovered everything but russian collusion exactly and you got to understand wonder why there weren't perimeters you yeah. know you're you're looking into russian collusion that's it yeah exactly you're done you know you're done yeah and how many millions of, of taxpayer payer dollars do uh, you figure it's cost so far? Well, my last number I heard was $27 million, and that is a long time ago. I mean, it's probably doubled at least by now. They do say that he has let go a lot of the attorneys, or he sent them back to the DOJ, which makes them think he's winding down, but I think he's just switching gears. I don't think he's winding down. 
Yeah, I don't know. Some, something's up. That Assange getting called up, man, That that's that's something different. That's something else. Yeah, yeah. Something's going on. There is something going on, and uh, I do think there will be some sort of drop from Mueller this week. I thought we were going to get a drop immediately after the election. Isn't that what he said a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what's up? And we didn't get that. No. You know? So... Mm. Okay, well, who's your favorite news anchor? Uh, well, Tucker's up there. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, for most people, he's at the bottom. But <laughs> um, I guess your favorite is different than who you trust, because Hollywood Reporter um, did a pretty well-planned. Um, let's see, how many people did they survey? 2,200 adults. Now, the way these surveys go, a lot of times they'll do 100 people. So 2,200 is actually pretty good. Um, and they ask who they trusted. Okay? Okay. Lester Holt came out on top. Then Anderson Cooper, who has like five listeners. I mean, five <laughs> viewers. Viewers. And then you got Robin Roberts, you know, and David Muir, and Brian Williams is next. Now, remember, he told the Fiv about being in Iraq, and he got taken yeah. out of the monthly news and sent to MSNBC. Then the top person at Fox is Harris Faulkner. I mean, she's got the least amount of viewers of anybody on Fox. And I think that's due to her time slide. It's not her. But the people that have the best numbers as far as viewers are the least trusted. Wow. Now, you've got... Um, I have a hard time. These guys are down at the bottom. Only 12% of the people trust them. But yet they've got the highest rated morning show on TV. <laughs> or at least cable TV. Wow. Shut Smith used to be the most trusted guy in news across the board for a long time. He's down there at 13%. I have a hard time believing that um, Anderson Cooper is number two, and people don't know about his ties to the CIA. Ooh, tell us. Well, I, it, it's something I heard that he has basically got ties to the CIA. I'm wow. not really. Yeah, YouTube it. We'll uh, we'll talk mm. about it in the future. Yeah, yeah, let's do. Yeah, um, Mika Brzezinski is pretty low, but guess who is the last on the list? Uh, I could not. At eight, eight percent believability or and trust. Jeff Scarborough, Morning Joe. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. Yeah, wouldn't you like to be him and Mika? Mika's pretty low, too. Um, I don't know. Um, Morning Joe, supposedly they don't have a lot of viewers, but they have the Beltway, that D.C. crowd right. of, you know, I don't know, the Deep State and the Democrats, the Republican Deep State and the Democrats, and uh, that's a pretty powerful group, apparently, to view in on you know, in the morning. So, I don't know. I don't really know what to think about this list. I think you have to do it on a broader scale. 
because it's going to matter where well, they did this survey. Did they do well, it online? Well, how do you ask that? Do you ask it if, if, do you ask who's your favorite and then who do you trust? Because, I mean, it's kind of like I love my husband, but I don't trust him kind of thing. <laughs> That's exactly how this turned out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can agree you know, there. And, yeah, we can, but um, we don't always agree. And life's a journey. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.